So I got off a gas station burrito this week. Oh no! Like Mark. Oh no! That is never is never fun because it is. You just like you're like three days are just ruined sitting on the toilet, then like rotating 180 degrees to do more activities on the toilet. Yeah. So like, was it a breakfast burrito? Was it a lunch burrito? It was, you know, you know, Alta Gas Station, the one down oh, yeah. here that has the little burritos that they make. Remember how good those fucking mm, things used to be? Those were so, oh God, yeah. Those were so I good. am, I am a block away on two sides from an Alta at my new job. So like, I go get an Alta burrito like every day for like afternoon or, you know, morning break. So it was just mm-hmm. a beef and bean burrito, right? And like, I had it 11 and by noon, like kind of felt some underground rumblings and then it just got worse from there on. And then by that, by the end of the day, I was like, I don't know, man, I'm feeling rough. And then that night, it was full cocker spaniel firing out of both ends, <laughs> called in sick the next day. But the long and short of this is to say that in my haze of depression, this has led to maybe, I'm sure that others have done this, but this is my favorite bit that I've ever written, and I would like to share it with you now. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, out of, okay, yeah, sure. So this was written on my toilet about 3.30 in the morning, on the morning of the incident. Um, okay. Evil kittens. Adolf Kittler. <laughs> Perwin Rommel. <laughs> Mew Cellini. <laughs> per Pot. Perman Goring. <laughs> Chiang Kai Scratch. Saddam Musain. Osama Sunbathen. Joseph Pollan. George Lincoln Hairball. Mumar Gaddafi. Oliver North. Cat Buchanan, and my absolute favorite, and this is Amanda's, because I, like, explained to her what I was doing and, like, oh my God. how I'm laughing to myself and keeping myself company on the john. And this was her submission, Rudolph Hiss. <laughs> Evil kitties, I want to make trading cards. I want to, like, spin up, like, oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you remember the, like, most wanted of the Taliban playing cards from, like, 2002? Right, yeah. I want to do that, but, like, animate little, like, little kitties in, like, Nazi uniforms. I just... Yeah. And I'm not, like, glorifying Nazis, but I am a sucker for puns. And I'm sorry, Herman Hiss is the best fucking thing I've ever heard. If only... I mean... Like, again, would not want to wish foodborne illness on anybody... But if only that this had happened like a year ago when NFTs were like still a thing and you could still ostensibly oh, make money, man. those would have made, those would have made, we, we, we would be recording now from our own wizard's tower um, on like a f- floating island somewhere. <laughs> you and I would have like unlimited blue checks is how much money we'd have. Yeah, all the, yeah. all the blue checks, flipping it out, not even counting it. So, well, I, 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 but I guess that's also it, right? You know, like, wasn't it Maya Angelou who said that Without dust, there wouldn't be rainbows. Without mm. sick, yeah, without like just being absolutely sick due to a bad burrito, we would never gotten any evil kittens. Evil kittens, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. That's so good. That's so good. Go um, food poisoning. <laughs> all through the beauty, if you want to call it that. Food poisoning, um, but you, you, you know I. No, I'm not gonna ruin the moment. I'm, I'm not gonna do like a ham-fisted attempt to segue into our 
intro from this cold opening, because that's beautiful. So I'm just going to say it. Welcome, everybody, to this episode of the Two Wizards Podcast. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that that cold open as much as I did. Uh, but uh, yeah, my name is Josh, and I am a wizard. And my name is Mark, and I am a wizard. And yeah, welcome back. We're here. Happy November. Um, we got through our ghostly months. We did it. Minus one day, kind of, sort of, but whatever. We did a lot of ghosts, and man, what is more frightening than ghosts and, you know, totalitarian fascist cat-based governments? The goddamn Mid- midterm elections in yeah, America. Yeah, the midterm That's elections. What? <laughs> Which, we are recording this on our usual Sunday night, and so this will be coming out, I suppose, after. After, well... But even then, like, what was it? I saw some... Uh, I've seen a few things. Either, like, little Twitter ads or things on online that's like, D- don't forget that counting mail-in ballots just takes time. So, you know, don't don't call any races um, official unless it's been actually vetted by, by these agencies or whatever. So, who knows? Maybe that, that clusterfuck will still be going on by the time this episode drops. And so it'll be, it'll be just fine. It'll be just fine with that. Yeah, this will come out the day, the Wednesday after. So yeah, Wednesday yeah. after tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. like it'll, the day after election day, I guess. That's when my boss yeah, the, the 7th, so. Yeah, the day after tomorrow. The day after day of. <laughs> the <laughs> day after kind the of day after tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, exi- right. The, the, oh God, the, there's global warming. There it is. <laughs> Uh, but yes, and so we are doing our own kind of wizardy. I don't know if it, like homage is quite the term, but we're 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 we're, we're capitalizing as as we often do on sort of current current events, current trends uh, with it, with this episode, with what we're going to do. But before we get into the details, the nitty gritty of that, the hanging chads for those of you still old enough to remember what that is in reference to. <laughs> Um, Mark, what's in our Wizards Right Tons? Oh, man. Yeah, the unresolved bond measure that keeps trying to get on. The, our, our unfinished business, yeah. Wizards Right Ton. Um, pursuant to my food poisoning odyssey, I mm. haven't had beer since, like, I don't know, Tuesday? Monday or Tuesday? Okay. Maybe yeah. even last week when we recorded was the last one, but my point is, is... I thought, what a better way to capitalize on this and be an asshole and do, like, I'm not going to do No Drink November. That ain't going to happen, but I am going right. to do No Beer November. So okay, I just have a vodka tonic. It's Tito's Vodka and Kroger brand low-sodium tonic water. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I... Yeah. Um, well, and before I divulge what, what is in my Wizard's Right Ton, uh, yeah, I think I saw somebody... This might have been like a like a YouTube video or something like that, um, but yeah, that phenomenon of the no something November, because I think first was like no shave November. Yeah, because um, it was Movember first, right? And everybody well, grew yeah. mustaches, right? Yeah, was, right. I think was the evolution. Yeah, I yes, I believe you are correct. So yeah, it, it was it was Movember for like was that like testicular cancer, prostate cancer? Wasn't that mm-hmm. sort of the the, the idea um and then yeah and then so that kind of morphed into no shave november mm-hmm. um there is of course now and 
again, weird bleeding over of um, digital into like physical realms. Like I, I, I'm pretty sure No Nut November like started as a prank, but like started as a haha. Wouldn't this be dumb if we did this? And now it's like a thing. I don't know how many millions of dollars this industry um, <laughs> is worth, <laughs> but, it, but it is. It's a thing. Um, and it's still confusing um, uh, uh, ants on Twitter that are like, well, I still like cashews. Are those still allowed in <laughs> No Nut November? <laughs> you know like, what? Oh, no. Nuts are amazingly bad for the environment. One gallon of water per cashew nut. One gallon of water true. per pistachio. Either peanuts or get the fuck out. No. Yeah. No Nut November. Yeah. Well, I, I've also heard like Sober October, and mm-hmm. yeah, like no, no booze November. So it's it's just kind of interesting, and I and, and I'll try to wrap up this tangent quickly. It is just kind of interesting that like usually, like like Lent, in the like kind of late winter, early spring, that's the time where you're like, oh no, I'm gonna like deprive myself. I'm gonna like fast or do this thing uh, for self improvement. And I don't know. It's just I, I'm, I'm sure there's some like comparative religious scholar out there who could speak more to that point. I don't know. I, I just think it's funny. Yeah. That, like we're, we, though we do that, leading into Thanksgiving, leading into like Christmas. I don't. I don't know. It's just, it's just interesting. I think we like challenges. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we like little, very easily achievable challenges that we can all do, and then we can talk about how we did the challenge. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, right, you have that Like, it is, is No Nut November really any different from, like, you and I doing, like, a 31 Movies and Halloween challenge? Or are you doing, like, your classics challenge on Twitter? You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah, it is. It, it's sort of... Well, Maybe and, and you can't be as also, vocal about not jacking off, but yeah. Well, and, and I was going to say, like, there is that social, like, building a community, building, like, ah, you are also doing Classics-tober or whatever. And then it does get kind of weird, right? It does get kind of weird with no nut November. Where it's like, all right, guys, December twenty-first or uh, de- de- December first now. Uh, see, 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 see ya. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, who's who's to say? Who's to say? All that is to say, though, uh, I do have a beer with me. This is Shipyard Brewing Company, out of. Oh wow! Like a bunch of different places: Portland, Maine, South Bend Burlington, to that brewery. Vermont. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I've been over there, and Rochester, New York. Uh, well, well, yeah, because you were there last year for your birthday. And I mean, like this four is... years ago. Yeah, but yeah. Or, 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 or I guess that's true. In Portland, that's... yeah, that was 2019. Okay, I guess. But that's true. I've been to that brewery. All that is to say, I'm having their smashed pumpkin. Fucking hey, that's a good beer. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. So, so here we are. Thank you for indulging my tangents into like uh, people not doing things in November. What's the deal with that? Uh, <laughs> but anyway, cheers, buddy. Cheers, good buddy. No nut November, all anal April. <laughs> Man, um, man, man, may. I don't know. <laughs> um. <laughs> Many men may. Uh, just jumping jacks July. I don't know. <laughs> just constantly doing jumping jacks. 
Japanese adult video July. <laughs> you spend the whole year jacking off except November when you recharge. <laughs> That's when you recharge. <laughs> oh, goodness. Just starting out uh, January. It's once a day. It's wildcard. Have fun. Mm, foot there we go. foot right. fetish February. We can Josh, we can do this. We're gonna we're gonna fucking we do, do this. this. We're gonna make the Evil Kittens trading card set. We're gonna yes. do the uh J O I uh calendar. Yep. <laughs> All coming to the two wizards merch store. Um we've got two months. I can I can whip something together and Microsoft Publisher as a as a calendar. <laughs> we'll sell, sell sell versions of that. Um. It is confirmed on se- from several different people that we have highly artistic fans. I need you yeah. to get on Mussolini and Shanghai Scratch. Do it now. Where's my Osama bin Sunbathing? Like, come on, gang, we can do this. <laughs> Call to action. All the action. All the action. Okay, and so so all that is to say. All this preamble out of the way. Listeners, you've you've downloaded this. You've seen the title. But Mark, what is our topic? Which is also cycling back something to do with um, midterm elections here in these United States. So two years ago with the 2020 elections, uh, we did the cryptid cabinet. And that was yeah. you and I just, you know, assigning cryptids roles in government. And so this is a continuation because, hey, guys, midterms are here. But to mix it up, we're not doing cryptids. I'm going to do Fearsome Critters, and Josh is going to do Yokai. And we're going to debate them, and we're going to elect them, and we're going to see who wins. And if we can't come to a conclusion, well then, we're going to Twitter, baby, and you're going to help us conclude. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we have a list of cryptids, or not cryptids, Fearsome Critters, and Yokai, and I'm excited. Yeah, I am too, because I think it is something that is in the spirit of the last couple years, but not doing the exact same thing. Um, kind of mixing it up a little bit. And then, um, well, and we're also not doing the same political offices. We're not doing, like, president, vice president, et, et, et cetera, et cetera. We were kind of doing, like, um, and I think also, right, in the spirit of, like, a midterm, this is more kind of, like, state kind of, or, or even, like, local, I think, in some in some instances. So, so, so these are not also your typical, you know, like, we're not doing, like, like state, state, uh, uh, senator, um, things like that. It's, it's also kind of, yeah. I think, which, yeah, that I think helped me. Yeah, instead of like, oh, well, which yokai would have the best, um, like foreign trade policy? Like, no, these are very specific, clearly defined roles that I, I could kind of have fun going off and exploring. Yeah, what yokai would be good for this? <laughs> Before we get too deep into it, I need to shout out my biggest source, a friend of the show. You know him, Josh. Oh, you yeah. love him. I know him. I love him. Lumberwoods. Their site is super valuable source for me tonight with all of their... Um, it's the catalog. It's the catalog of all the Fearsome Critter lore right there on their handy site. So thank you, Lumberwoods. Y'all are doing great work. Go check them out. Yes, uh, and and I should also credit my source. Um, this is also one that fans of the show and you and I know and love. Um, all of my... Yokai details come courtesy of yokai.com, uh, written, illustrated, and maintained by Matthew Meyer. So shout out to Matthew Meyer. Um, and yeah, everyone, go check out yokai.com. How can you, yeah, it's like easy to remember. Yokai.com. Go check it out. 
great illustrations, uh, great information, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yokai, yokai. I love it. Uh, Mark, I think by my reckoning, we had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven offices that we're trying to fill. Yeah. Um, you got one you want to start with, or? I will. That's just what I was going to ask you. I, I, I mean, we could go maybe a good place to sh- to to. No, man. <laughs> a good place to shart. Like, no, Mark's already done that. He's coming back to Denver. <laughs> um, a good place to start, rather, would be a sheriff. Because you need to keep law and order here in the the great district of two wizards dumb. Um, so who, what's the fearsome critter that you want to put forth as our sheriff? Yeah, um, and just for fun, because we did it with the last time, I'm just going to shout out what these guys are responsible for, like, in the actual function. Because, okay. mm-hmm. hey, I might have learned a thing this week. Who knows? Maybe you will yeah. too, gang. Um yeah, so sheriffs are responsible for law enforcement, a big uh, but they also mm-hmm. can kind of help like with you know what laws and programs they want to push, like you know that dude Jer- Joe Arpaio, who's a real piece of shit out in Arizona. He's responsible yeah. for all that. That's all him. Maybe more yeah. power than one man should have. We might say I don't know, but they also organize uh, search and rescue efforts. Mm, okay. And I thought yeah. that was interesting and important because I didn't realize it was local police that did that. I don't know who I thought yeah. it was, but yeah. No, that is cool. That is super cool. Yeah, so my first one comes out of Paul Bunyan, A Natural History. Mm. It's just chipmunks in Paul Bunyan's camp. <laughs> the story goes that these chipmunks lived around Paul Bunyan's uh, ever-roaming logging camp, and they got so big eating prune pits that they grew to the size of lions. These chipmunks then proceeded to chase all the, you know, dangerous, quote-unquote, animals out of camp, like, you know, moose and bear and wolves, until they finally turned on the lumberjacks themselves, and they were promptly put down. But my point is, who better to be sheriff than somebody who's never had power? Oh, that is a good point. Yeah. You don't need some big swinging dick coming in here, coming to, like, crack down on crime or something. Sheriff Bart. The greatest sure. goddamn law enforcement officer of all time, I think we can all yeah. say. Man mm-hmm. went from literally no power to having it, and he saved the town. I believe yeah. in Paul Bunyan's chipmunks. Yeah. Well, and did he, and, and then, did he, like, stick around and, like, abuse that power after defeating Headley Lamar? <laughs> um, no, he's like, all right. You people can take care of yourselves now. Um, you got all figured out, and it's getting mighty damn dull around here. So yeah, you can bounce. No, I think that's a great. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. Giant chipmunks. How about you, buddy? Yeah, my candidate for sheriff uh, is a yokai known as a shogoro, um, and that translates to something like ghost gong. Um, okay. And so, so a shogoro is a kind of uh, tsukomogami, a spirit which inhabits a household item. We've seen all sorts of these types of yokai, including, I think, our absolute favorite, Boroboroton uh, and mm-hmm. Teapot Samurai. Um, <laughs> uh, and so, in this case, it's a it's a gong um, that is typically found in uh, Buddhist temples that you know you hit with a mallet and it goes gong. 
Um, and as is often the case, maybe this thing is neglected, maybe it's worn out, maybe it got like dented and so its sound isn't quite as clear and so it gets thrown in the closet and forgotten about. Uh, maybe this thing gets put into a store, gets put into storage until it's forgotten, or perhaps one is the witness to some horrible crime. Uh, and then, and then it awakens as a yokai. Okay. Uh, and so, and, and so, these guys are not really dangerous. They're not hazardous. They're, they're not going to try to lick your feet. They're not going to try to lick your bathroom. They're not going to try to like peer in as you're using the bathroom. Um, they just kind of <laughs> wander around, kind of like a turtle, um, with you know, like the kind of gong shape, and then they just like keep banging. Banging their uh, gong shell with mallets there. Uh, and so my idea with having one of these guys is like, yeah, so say that there is. Say that there is some, some, some crime that's happened. Or say that you do need to uh, assemble a search party. Well, who better? You know, it's think of all the money that the taxpayers could save instead of, you know, going in for the souped up cop cars and doing things like that. You just have these little shogoros going around, um, going bong, 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 and like cars will pull over to the side of the road and you know stuff like that. So that that's where I was. That's what I was kind of thinking. Um. <laughs> so you want a police force that's like, hey, hey, look at me, here I come. You want everyone to know where they are. Well, right. There is that idea, like not not, um, yeah, like the whole like. If you're out in the community, if you're interacting with people, that that's how you like regain trust in your law enforcement um, officers. Okay. Which, okay. which, like, let's be clear. Uh, yeah, last couple years uh, there hasn't been a whole. Well, even before last couple years, um, yeah, not a whole lot of trust uh, in there. So you know, you're out on on the streets. You're going gong gong gong. Um, you're helping people out. I okay. think that's a good. I think that's good. Just very quickly, uh, one one story. Um, uh, apparently, in the early 18th century, uh, there was a wealthy merchant family called the Yodoya, uh, who lived in Osaka. Uh, and so they were very wealthy. Um, they traded rice, and so they, they had all this money. And the the fifth generation uh, boss of this syndicate, whose name is Yodoya Tatsugoro. Um, he apparently was living it up, super rich, fancy house, all that, that the local police kind of got wind of him. It's like, hey man, you gotta like share the wealth here. So they like, essentially came and stole all this stuff. Um, and like, distributed it around. Um, and so, yeah, like, he and his family, uh, Tatsugoro lost everything. Uh, all, all the rice, his business, his house, his every last possession, even his favorite thing in the world uh, quote an unbelievably rich and indescribably splendid golden chicken <laughs> lost lost the golden okay. chicken okay and when that golden chicken was taken from him like it wasn't his 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 mansion it wasn't his prop it was when this golden chicken was taken from him that he died from grief uh, <laughs> okay Okay. And his ghost was unable to go on to the next world because he was so he was so uh, distraught. He had just go listen to our ghost episodes. There, he had some unfinished business, and so typically when a ghost stays around, it tries to attach itself to some object. 
and Tachigoro's go uh, soul uh, meant to like meant to possess his golden chicken because he couldn't okay. could be parted. But apparently the spirit like misspoke. He had a he had a Joe Biden moment and <laughs> misspoke. Okay. And it and instead of saying the word for uh, chicken, apparently said the word for gong. And, and then he possessed a gong, th thus becoming the first Shogoro. <laughs> so right yeah, on. that's my that's my candidate there. The Shogoro, the ghost gong. Okay, I like it. I don't know, because I'm also a big fan of your, like... Not defunding the police, but it really sounds like you're going to take a lot of their toys away, and I really, I'm really into that. <laughs> well, right. You want to talk about like demilitarizing the police force? Um, yeah, this is this is a gong and a mallet. They yeah. Just, like chase, they can like chase people down. Um, typically, you know, uh, I guess a mallet can be it can be lethal, but this is a mostly less than lethal weapon that they're. Equipped with, um, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also kind, of, but, but then I also kind of like the idea of like squirrels, the size of lions, like leaping from tree to tree and like chittering at it, because like that's another good like kind of coverage network that they have there. So mm, I don't know. I don't know. I'm. You this know what? I'm gonna give it to yours. I like yours better. Oh. Okay. Because right. because mine, you gotta kill them. Like, eventually, at some point, like, Paul Bunyan had oh. to kill these guys because they kind of started attacking all the lumberjacks, so... That's a good point. It's probably better if you don't have to liquidate your police force biannually. Or maybe it yeah, isn't. I, I can't tell now. Maybe it's better to get rookies in every every four years, like... Yeah, I, I, I mean... Police I forces okay. are like, you know, high school forensics teams. You got that one, like, three yeah. veterans who... <laughs> yeah, train up the, the rookies. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then you got um, the one riding desk job who won't let her, even though he says he did all the events. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, love it. Well, I, I mean, I I would either I'm I'm willing to put this up for Twitter, um, or if we want to do the Shogoro. Either way, I'm. Let's do I, let's do Shogoro. Okay, all right. All right. Twist my arm. Twist my arm. Um, <laughs> Well, you're on the board, buddy. I, I got one at least. I'm not like Ohio State um, in the first half against Northwestern. There, <laughs> I scored right away. Um, oh, okay. So, well, I and I, I guess probably the next uh, position uh, in our midterm election here. So you <laughs> ar arrest the bad guy, but in the two wizards criminal justice system, um, the goblins are represented by two separate but equally important groups. Uh, there's the police who apprehend the criminals, and then there's the district attorney who prosecutes the offenders, and these are their stories. <laughs> Thank you, 300 reruns of Law & Order that I would watch in high school before basketball practice. That was fucking um, impressive, dude. That was really great. I, yeah, just pulled that completely from memory here. So yeah, so District Attorney... Join us in two weeks when we have our Loose Order Law... or our Loose Robe Law <laughs> & Order episode. Oh, God. Yeah, we might just have to do that. 
Um, <laughs> fuck, I think we're going to have to do that. Like, I think, I think we might. I if USA well, puts on a Thanksgiving marathon every goddamn year, then two wizards can do a fucking Law & Order loose robe for well, Thanksgiving. And, and then we can call Jake in uh, again because he he's he he's spent more time um, with the public defender, but he was helping out like the district attorney's office there. Oh shit! Birthday for a bit. So so who knows? I don't know, man. Maybe back there actually. Okay, so so district attorney here. Um, the one that I would like to propose, uh, and Mark, just just as you often, um, it encouraged me to show off with my knowledge of. Greek. I'm going to encourage you to show off your knowledge of Japanese here. Um, okay. This yokai is called Inugami. So what was what is Inugami? Inugami? Yeah. Uh, something about a dog. Yeah, it's like a dog. Yeah. Dog god. Dog. Dog. Spirit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The gami yeah. kami gets weird, but yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, and we're going to come back to that momentarily. Yeah. The like. Does it? Is it a G or a K sound? Um, we'll come back to that in a minute. But yeah, so yeah, so so that's what these guy, guys are. These are yokai-ish, although kami aren't necessarily yokai, but it is. It's a it's a good, smart, good boy um, <laughs> that just wants to protect his family, wants to protect people by him, and yeah, they look they look like ordinary dogs. Um, but but they have again they have all these like magical powers mystical powers, um, and they fight for justice like many other kind of mystical spirits I guess kind of like Tanuki kind of like Kitsune except Inugami hate Kitsune because you know dogs hate foxes um, like you do uh, yeah they they are beings of powerful emotion and are very good at um, possessing emotionally unstable or weak people and so i guess thinking of that lot that like vintage lot in order scene when the da is like grilling the suspect on the uh, stand there is this or is this not your signature on, on the thing so like i i think these guys would be especially good at like reading emotions of the people who are testifying getting down to the like bottom of the matter uh and so and they're good boys <laughs> i just also love boys. the idea I, I also just love the idea of like a dog wearing like a suit going up and being like, bark, your honor. He's leading the witness. <laughs> <laughs> Overruled. <laughs> I'll allow it, but watch yourself, McCoy. And his, his, his tail starts wagging. <laughs> <laughs> So that's that's who I'm offering for district attorney here, the Inugami, dog dog spirit, dog dog god. Oh, that's okay. Cool. All right. Um, in the criminal justice system, the people are, are represented by two powerful yet e or two separate but equally powerful forms. In this case, it's a cat. I don't know that opening monologue, but I don't want to know about sex crimes. We're doing the Wumpus Cat, Josh. That's oh, right. Here we go. Fresh off Let's the Cryptid go. Olympics. Yeah. From our beach from my beach yeah. volleyball team. Yeah, from, from winning beach volleyball. Yeah. <laughs> it's the you you know it's that uh, subaquatic six-legged panther out of the swamps of the south. Woo! Woo! Wampus cat. Wampus cat. <laughs> um, I picked Wampus cat 
because they are tenacious and known to attack anything that comes within the borders of their swamp, like Shrek style. Ooh. Um, and really, I think we're kind of at a point where, like, we need to stop the way that we are prosecuting and treating certain criminals. Like, obviously, violent offenders, absolutely. You treat that maybe a little bit more harshly, but, like, you know, we're kind of to a point now where, like, drug possession maybe shouldn't be such a big deal and, like, we ought to be treating, you know, addiction like a mental illness yeah. instead of, you know, a, a plague on society. But really, what I think is our most important thing that we're grossly overlooking is environmental law. Oh, like, yeah. we yeah. are actively poisoning the planet. Every single fucking one of us. And the wumpus yep. cat, to me, represents, you come into my swamp, I'm gonna kill you. It's known to drive out entire flocks of geese and eat them just because they landed in its swamp. And maybe that's a little reactionary, but you know what? God damn it, we only got one Earth, and we gotta start prosecuting, prosecuting these environmental crooks a lot worse than we are. No more of this BP... We're sorry. Yeah. We're no, that, sorry. That's Wumpus Cat's coming for you. Gonna literally, Wumpus Cat is gonna clean up the swamp. But yeah. Make it well, a nice place to live for other swamp critters after it leaves. <laughs> yeah. Well, and right would be absolutely immune to like bribery or political favors because goddamn Wumpus Cat. Which now that I'm saying that out loud, like yeah, the Inugami could totally yeah be like bribed and persuaded um with i don't know some milk bones or something like that so <laughs> i'm no I, I think i'm definitely i think i'm definitely leaning towards uh wampus cat there Ooh, that's a good one fucking it i'll take it there we are man there we are boom <laughs> bam <laughs> also, this is not political enough. We are way too civil with each other. We're both like, I like yours. I like yours. <laughs> All right. We'll go with mine. We'll go with mine. Well, because I think that's just it. Maybe, you know, I I, I don't know if uh, it's been as insufferable for you. Uh, but yeah, like seeing... I remember the days where I could get on YouTube and watch people... Uh, getting hit in the head with soccer balls for hours on end and just have some nice escapism from doing homework, from, you know, being sore from track practice. And now I can't watch anything on YouTube without a Tim Ryan. That's a guy who's like running for Senate here. Tim, Tim, Tim Ryan is going to increase your taxes. And then J.D. Vance, who's his opponent, is like, well, he's, he's going to do this. And I'm just like, I just want to watch... <laughs> people getting hit in the face with soccer balls guys I don't want so I think that's just it if, if anything what what you and I need right now and what our listeners need right now is maybe a little more civil form of politic and if that only happens in the realm of two wizards then by gum I guess so be it <laughs> that's why we're doing this to help heal that's why we're doing this yeah I'm tired like yes sick and tired of Lauren Boebert and all her shit. Vote oh, Wampus God. Cat. Dude, you want to talk about being saturated by a thing. <laughs> I am both overwhelmed by ads of... I. It's all ads telling me what a bitch she is, and, like, I know. And I'm like, I'm already here, right. guys. You don't need to tell yeah. me. Comment. Like, if Google's listening to everything, my targeted political advertising should be a lot better. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, like, spend, yeah, spend this advertising money, like, where it actually could sway somebody like 
same team, Farva. Um. <laughs> but then there's other ones, and it's like, do you want kids to have school lunches? And I'm like, yes. Who the fuck is voting no on this? Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, what is wrong with you people? Like, yeah. you have to vote for this? Like, they're fucking kids, man. Feed the goddamn children. Yeah. Like, ugh. Are we not all on, like... Feed the children? <laughs> Are we all not on that train? Oh god. So so it is. I think if we can get to a more refined, more civil, what truly is best for the community? Is it having an enchanted uh, temple gong? Or is it having squirrels policing the, the streets? That's that's what it should be. That's what it should be. Lion sized squirrels. <laughs> Speaking of the children, Josh, let's talk about our our secretary of education and or school board, local, either one. I kind of realize they both do effectively the same thing. You know, they, you know, hiring and firing, curriculum formation, all this shit. All that shit. Right. Exactly. So, um, well, I, yeah, I I guess I can get mine. So, uh, my nominee, my candidate is, uh, one... Tenpachi Yitsune, which is what I was saying before about we're, we're going to come back to the, is it a G or a K? So Denpachi uh, Yitsune is a famous Kitsune, of course. Of course. Uh, uh, who is from the area of Iidaka, Sosa City, and Chiba Prefecture. Uh, and why I think he would make a great school board president, whatever. Um, is he disguised himself as a student, uh, infiltrated a seminary, and studied uh, Nichiren Buddhism for 10 years until he was discovered. Oh, uh, wow. So this guy knows the school system. He's he's not boots on the ground, but I guess fox, fox paws on the ground. Um, and so... And this isn't just your, like, uh, uh, hey, uh will admit anybody Buddhist seminary. No, young men from all over Japan would would go to this place, um, try tr- try to get in highly selective school, um, and its most famous student was someone named Konoha, uh, who who was a kitsune, and he disguised himself as a boy named Denpachi. Uh, and so he woke up early every morning transformed into his disguise and arrived at school before anyone else. Uh, he And when everybody else showed up, he was already there. He was he was doing his chores. He was preparing meals. He was an exemplary student. Uh, poured himself into his studies. Um, this guy was in it. He and, and, and highly respected. And, 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 and he even instructed. He became a mentor. He, he, he tutored the students who were struggling and was respected. Uh, so really, his, he went through the like process. Like he learned, yeah, he was he boosting was the ground. He was in the system for ten years, and then he was teaching. Like man, dude, yeah, success and he story. took it. Like yeah, and he and he, and he took it took it upon himself. Um, and then maybe after that time, he was starting to slip a little bit. Um, some students and teachers would occasionally see see fox fox paw prints leading into and out of the buildings. Um. Uh, and so they're, they're kind of like, oh, I don't know, maybe there's something here. And so it happened that one day, after 10 years of Denpachi, like being the big kitsune on campus, 
a very well-known priest named uh, Noke was the new headmaster, new principal. So they had a big party. Normally at Buddhist seminaries, there's no drinking, but hey, we got a new headmaster. Break out the sake. Uh, and everybody got super drunk, including Denpache. And he became so drunk that he forgot to have his glamour. And so he, and so everybody saw him laughing it up um, as, a, as a kitsune. Everybody else freaked out and they tackled him and they tied him up and they were, they were going to beat him to death and they brought him to the new headmaster, Noke. And they said like, headmaster, what do we do? Goddamn, Kitsune, we, we, we thought we knew him, we, we thought we loved him. He helped me pass um, meditation. <laughs> Kill him. <laughs> but Saint Noke listened to the Kitsune's pleas and he was touched by his sincerity and his success as a student. Noke even said, for the teachings of the Buddha to have reached the heart of a kitsune, who's somebody who's tricky and devious, if, if, if this guy took it seriously, it is a truly marvelous thing. And so uh, Konoha the kitsune became the temple guardian spirit. And, um, and so yeah, like this guy, he lived the life, he was there, he, he experienced it. And I, I, I think he, he would be a great, yeah, school board president, secretary of education, however we want to divvy it up. Well, goddamn. And I'm not trying to, like, help your case, but I'm also reminded that, like, uh, a usual, like, indicator of Kitsune possession is the sudden gaining of literacy. So, like, who this better to teach yeah. these kids than, like... Teach these kids. And so, what? Maybe there's a sudden rise in the birth rate of, like, half kitsune children with like the whiskers um on their face you, you know what if more people are reading that's all right <laughs> yeah you just gotta reach the keys and yeah. then get inside of the keys you get, get real inside deep of inside of the keys <laughs> find some sexy kitsune school moms um <laughs> I got some uh, links I'll send you after we... Oh, uh, nice. Nice. I mean, what? Um, yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, so, Mark, who is your Naughty, favorite? naughty stepson returns. <laughs> naughty, naughty stepson. Man, I don't even know if I can compete with that, but I'm sure I'm sure going to try. All right. Um, all right. So, this comes out of Paul Bunyan, A Natural History by Charles E. Brown. Um, and this is something called the Upland Trout. A variety of fish that have grown wings like birds... They build nests in trees, taste delicious according to some accounts, and have never actually touched the water. These fish spend their entire lives living in trees. Hmm. And I'm picking them because these fish are the literal embodiment of that Einstein quote about, like, everybody's a genius, but if you judge a fish's intelligence based on its ability to climb a tree, it's going to feel pretty stupid, right? So, like... These fish are literally fish that can climb trees. So well, they live in the trees. It's an Ewok village of goddamn fish. But it's like education plans are going to be like more individualized yeah. to the student. Like, we're all different learners. We all have different learning styles. Upland Trout is going to be here and teach us how to do that because he cares about the kids. He wants them to learn the best they can. He's not teaching the test anymore, and quite frankly, the school of fish pun is just too damn delicious to not use for the Upland Trout. I am the Upland Trout. I approve this message for your school board. <laughs> I mean, that is a good... Right, and, you know, 
so many students um, these last couple years were really struggling with remote learning and feeling out of their element, feeling like fishes out of water. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I think I think that that could very well that could very well work. <laughs> and it's a school of fish, God damn it! It's a school, school of fish. fish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling it Upland Trout is Secretary of Ed. Oh man, that's oh, so good. That's oh, so good. <laughs> yeah, I. Oh man. Well, and and I also like the fact that that it is. It, it's a whole like group, and it's not all just like on one individual to like fix the system. Because truly, that is it too, right? It, it it does take it does take a village, or it does take a school of upland trout um so i i think that's a pretty convincing case man (laughs) i i just you know like man i hate i hate teaching the test upland trout is gonna get rid of that shit yeah that's true that's true so i i think that's it i think we can call it i think we can call it the the (laughs) upland trout um (laughs) well yeah and not even school board president they can be the entire school board <laughs> Fucking like you and me pretending that imaginary critters could run the goddamn government is as silly as thinking that like anything that we talk about in government actually matters because it's all like right yeah, <sighs> it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> never mind that's not what we're here for lighthearted yeah lighthearted escapism all that Bo- booze that fun that dumb too. and informative <laughs> fun dumb more gin and tonics or vodka tonics. Well, <laughs> four more beers four, four more beers, more beers. <laughs> speaking of uh so i'm moving on uh who is this voodoo brewing company uh out, out of meadville uh pennsylvania winona's big brown ale okay on the label um this big fat guy all tatted up it's got a big belt buckle that says voodoo, and he is um, riding what appears to be a, a giant rabid beaver. <laughs> uh, ooh, Im- Imperial Brown Ale, 7.5%. Imperial AMD. Brown Ale. Okay. Yeah. Here you go. That's neat. Mm-hmm. I got a Bloody Mary. I, I mixed my, or I switched my medium, just Bloody Mary. Oh, oh nice. Okay. Here. Well, yeah. here. We go. Cheers, good buddy. Hmm, that's quite nice. Yeah, that's quite nice. It's um, I'm getting yeah, like almost the exact same of the uh uh, burnt burnt toast stout. Oh yeah, out of um, please is girl. it burnt toast? Yeah, is is, is yeah. it burnt toast stout or burnt brown? Toast ale? Burnt, to- burnt, to- burnt, burnt toast, toast brown. brown. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's almost exactly like that, which is good because I like that one. Um, is it um, you know what I mean? If it's, can you taste the like alcohol in it? Is it stronger? Because it's imperial. Um, or? maybe a little, maybe a little stronger. Okay. Um, oh, no, hold on, hold on. Is that a wampus cat? I think I think we have a wampus cat. Come here, come here, you wampus cat. Come here. No, oh, there we go. Come here. Come here. All right, yeah, here we go. Ah, let's pick you up. Ah, here we go. Yeah, I was just going to say, I don't know if 
Okay. Get uh, <laughs> uh, we'll get a little trading card for Quincy. Uh, he's a bit of a bit of a hellion himself. So. Oh, um, evil Quincy! I'll, I'll work on that one. <laughs> evil, evil Quincy. It's just Quincy with a with a like go with a little black goatee on him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The like um, pencil pencil mustache and the black goatee. Evil Quincy. Quincy. I will I will make that photo um, and post it on Twitter. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> okay, hey, not so, to totally change the subject, but I wanted to call yeah. you out really quick. Okay, what's up? You were brewing beer and you didn't talk about it on here. What the hell, man? Oh, yeah, no, yeah, it was. It Speaking was a of thing. four more beers, I saw Speaking your four, uh, yeah. pictures. Yeah, yeah, uh, this is a super belated. Oktoberfest. Like, I think... Is it... I think it's next weekend. It'll finish bottle conditioning. Uh, bottle conditioning, rather. So, yeah, it, it'll be, like, a solid, like, two months after when it should have been, like, ready, but... Oh, wow. Okay. Um, well, well, just because I started brewing late. Oh, um, I see. I'm dumb. I thought it was, like, taking extra time or something. I was like, wow, that's no. crazy. I didn't know it could take, like, extra time. That's neat. Wow. No, dumb. yeah, I just I'm sorry. totally like no, 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 no. You're good. So, so yeah, that'll be. So maybe, yeah, probably next weekend. That maybe that will be the contents of my wizard's right ton. Uh, oh fuck then. yeah, dude! But um, but yeah, so there you go. Right on. Um, well, I guess let's see here because we did what well, we got th- three down, like four to go, something like that. Yeah, pretty close um, to there. You got one that's jumping out at you, or? Well, I mean, um, kind of on the topic of, well, I don't know if it's on any topic necessarily. Um, what if we did agriculture commissioner, yeah, secretary of agriculture, whatever we want to call it. Um, yeah, let's who, do that. Who, who is who, who's your pick for that? Um, so this one comes out of Linwood's lexicon. That's right, Josh. Linwood's mm. lexicon, written by our good friend Lumberwoods. There he is, right. in all his glory. Right. And last time I kind of took the piss out of him for all the alliteration, but quite frankly, I can't think of a better candidate for our agricultural commissioner than the Waterloo Plover. And I'm just going to mm. read his little... I, we're we're going to call it a deck entry here. Okay, yeah. Right. A favorable fowl, famous and fortunate for its extraordinary eggs. These excellent edibles, if eagerly eaten, ascribe astonishing attributes to anyone so adventurous. Skinniness, stupidity, and sickness is substituted for sturdiness, sagacity, and strength. The ugly, unkempt, and unseeing, and unseeingly, are unveiled with unbelievable upgrade. The chicken's clutch is chiefly the complexion of cedar in color, the remaining resembling a rainbow of remarkable radiance. So it's cedar redwood colored eggs with rainbow yolks that turn you into a better person. And goddammit, like this... Okay, yeah, I'm going for Monsanto the bird here. We can only have one type (laughs) of, like, egg, but it's gonna just help everybody out, man. Yeah, I think... I mean, truly, what better... Yeah, what better... Ooh, that's a really good one. That's a really good one. Because it is. It's like whatever ails you. Um, if you're too skinny like I am and you need to bulk up, one of those eggs, boom. Um, you know, if you're a dum-dum, one of those eggs, boom. It, it, it is. And I'm sure no downsides whatsoever. 
I just realized as you're saying that, um, I'm sorry, Josh, I presented to you a candidate that was hand-selected by the big egg lobby, because eggs are the answer. <laughs> Son of a bitch, I'm part of the problem. Oh god, I'm a lobbyist. I'm, my name is Mark, and I'm a lobbyist for big <laughs> egg. Fuck. And I'm allergic to the goddamn things. What am yeah, I doing? I guess, so, what would you do, Mark? Like, given, given this choice of, like, eat this egg, and, like, all of your... Uh, deficiencies will be rectified, but you're gonna, but but you're risking like yeah having your trachea close up on you. Um, I mean, really, I just kind of get the shits, so it's well, uh, well <laughs> but the, the, but my throat, you're right, my throat does get a bit scratchy, so yeah. No, I'm taking it. Of, of course, I'm eating it. Like, give me a, give me a dozen. Well, and, and could they also? Cure food allergies. Mmm. Man. There you go. Gotta find us some of these things. Cure food allergies. No more nut allergies. We can get, we literally get rid of no nut November and it's just whoops peanuts all the time. Yeah. Per the year. I don't know. Whatever. (laughs) Peanuts. Jimmy Carter. Woo! (laughs) Well. If it's any consolation, my my candidate is also probably a Monsanto uh, lobby, and one even worse than like chickens, because like I haven't seen like I saw Fast Food Inc. however many years ago, um, and and supersize me. Like I get it, like Tyson Farms, super fucked up. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But I my candidate is probably representative of the one like food mass industrial farming that's even worse than chickens and that's corn <laughs> okay so mine is the tomorokoshi no obake which translates to the corn monster okay and so tomorokashi or excuse me tomorokoshi no obake are deformities or mutations in ears of corn that change them into monsters. Ooh, neat. Um, and they appear differently from Han, you know, case by case. They all kind of look a little different. Um, and they are essentially harmless, although their appearance may be unsettling. Uh, and, Mark, I'm sure you can draw on your produce wizardry. You ever, and listeners, I'm sure this has happened to you as well. Ever, yeah, uh, in the summer, uh, get, get a whole bunch of ears of corn that you're going to grill up or you're going to boil and you're and you're shucking them and you're getting the corn soaked out and then you have the one where just the kernels look all kinds of fucked up um it's like a do i dare go there dare are you, dare are, um are you gonna make the um what's her nuts joke do it dare oh i don't know about that one i was gonna oh. say like do the do the Kernels look like the average British person's uh, uh, teeth. Um, <laughs> I don't know the one that you were referencing, but Kirsten Dunn, she's it. got summer teeth. Some are here, some are there. <laughs> you run, Spider-Man. <laughs> That's, I haven't heard that one. That was really good. Um, <laughs> um, I- and so, and so, yeah, and so, basically, the thing is, um, when uh, uh, these Portuguese traders came to Japan, 
uh, in the late 16th century, one of the things that they brought was corn. And so that's where, that's where, oh. yeah, the islands first, first, first got this corn. Um, and because, you know, Japan is a reasonably, like, temperate climate, um, but maybe not quite the same as, like, tropical Central America, uh, where, like, the maize plant originated. It's, like, a, a little different there. And so apparently there were some weird abnormalities in the corn that was grown there, um, and or things would get discolored. And so the rationale was like, oh, there must be like some sort of like weird corn monster that's messing up this like crop of corn here. Okay. Um, and so a couple of different stories. Uh, in 1845, a Tomorokoshi no Obake grew in a garden in Shinagawa. It attracted spectators from all around due to its peculiar appearance. It looked just like a chicken. <laughs> the owners okay. of the... The owners of the corn had a beloved pet chicken, again with the pet chickens, um, which had died that spring. Uh, he buried it in its garden, and the corn plant grew right on top of the spot where the chicken was buried. It was said that the chicken loved its master so much that its soul could not bear to leave him, and so it became lodged in the corn plant and caused it to grow in the shape of a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> um, another story, this time in the village of Hanyu in Shimosa province. Um, there's a ghost story called the Kasane Gafuchi, in which a young girl named Kasane is tragically abused, murdered, and dumped into a swamp. Oh, God. Okay. So, I mean, that's, that's that. And going back to another oft-repeated theme of yokai, like, stop being mean to women. So that's a tragic story, right? That's horrible. Um, but then, apparently, Kasane's uh, yeah, just her horrific life story is then parodied in a series of comical corn-themed prints by Kuniyoshi. <laughs> Kasane is depicted as an ear of corn rising up from the swamp, uh, to haunt her murderous husband, who is depicted as a squash. <laughs> okay. So, an, so a case of like domestic violence and murder and just horrible thing. Acted out with vegetables. Acted out with produce. God damn! I want to see the Junji Ito of this so fucking bad. <laughs> oh man. So. <laughs> so yeah, corn monster Tomorokoshi no Obake. I think being actual corn plants, they can you know do, do like that. But then also um, because this is a thing, and, and it's gained some movement. Right, the the whole like ugly food kind of thing. Like this is really big. I know in France, where it's like, oh, just because this like carrot or this potato or this apple just because it has some like cosmetics co co cosmetic like imperfections maybe it's a little lumpy maybe it's maybe it has like two uh like carrot tubers sprouting out that still doesn't mean it's bad like right get out of your like p 
patriarchal beauty standards for produce. Um, and so I think the Tomoro Koshino Obake could like champion that cause. Like, hey, we're kind of like creepy looking ears of corn, but we're still delicious. We're still nu- nutritious. We can okay. give you everything that growing bodies need. Um, and right, like cutting down on food waste and all that stuff like that. So that, that was my idea behind the corn monster. Oh, it's got a good story too, man. People love a good story. Like, <laughs> that's what Game of Thrones lied to us and said. Yeah, that is true. Yeah? But I don't even know if the best story can really compete with what is truly a superfood. Like, whatever, whatever I mean, that's where I keep coming you. back is, like, corn isn't that nutritious. Like, right, and, that, and, good and that's for also animal what I was going to say, too. Well, and uh, all the corn syrup... Corn syrup, it'll kill you. Yeah. Yeah, well, and because our agriculture industry has this, like, weird, um, like, parasitic reliance on government subsidies to grow corn, like, that's why why corn syrup is in everything. Because it's like, ah, shit, I have all this corn. What do I do with it? Now let's process it into, you know, like, high fructose corn syrup and put it everywhere. And so that that is maybe th- it would be. What about big... ethanol, though? Like, you and know, I, you're I, getting I like that true. biodiesel alternative. Mm-hmm. Like, especially mm-hmm. talking about that ugly food. Like, biodiesel doesn't care what your cob of corn looks like. I don't know. I don't know, man. Because, like, yeah, agriculture is food. Yeah, sure. But also, you got the biofuel aspect of it. I don't know. Well, but then wouldn't that be something better for like the the Department of Transportation or like? Industry and commerce. Um, well, shit. Let's get we, into it. We got Department of Transportation. Let's leave this one up in the well, air, we, and maybe okay. we can decide, like, based off our Department of Transportation, who's gonna get mm. who. Like, if okay, you pick okay, a dude yeah. for Department of Transportation that's gonna like move to all, you know, uh, train solar train based, then corn yeah, guy ain't for true. you. So you know, yeah, yeah. That is not my guy, but but that's okay. We can we can still. Well, you no, but you know what I mean. Like, if we're like, you know, yeah, uh-huh. I know, I know. Truly packing uh, well, the Senate is yellow. I don't know. <laughs> well, so my candidate for, yeah, like transportation secretary, commissar, however you want to describe it. This is a yokai known as Teke Teke. Teke Teke, okay. Her name is Anamata Poetic. Mm-hmm. And it's apparently the sound of her walking or perhaps even crawling on her hands. Um, oh, okay, okay. Uh, some of the other names that she goes by is Shaka Shaka, Pata Pata, Kata Kata, uh, Koto Koto, or Hijikake Baba. Um, that is not an onomatopoeia. <laughs> that one is not an onomatopoeia. Um, uh, the Teke Teke is found around urban areas and roads. So, there we go. Tran- transportation. Um, and its appearance is a ghost, uh, who are almost always women, um, although in a few versions, they are male, uh, and she has no lower half. Ooh. Okay. She runs, she, she runs or kind of crawls around on her arms, uh, creating that onomatopoeia, uh, teke teke. Um, and so this is going to be, I'm saying this up, up front, it's a bit of a hard sell, um, because Teke Teke chases its victims down dark roads, 
Um, and despite having no legs, it can run incredibly fast. Uh, so fast, it can even catch up to victims who are speeding away in cars. Okay. And because there's many different variations of this kind of yokai urban legend, when a teke teke catches you, something terrible always happens. And it just depends. Um, in some variations, uh, the teke teke has a sickle, and it slices the victim in half uh, at the waist and steals their legs. Okay, cool, cool. According to legend, in the years after World War II, um, there was an office worker in Hokkaido who was assaulted and even raped by American military personnel. Oh, wow, okay. Um, and that night, she jumped off of a bridge uh, onto the railroad tracks below to commit suicide and was hit by an oncoming train. Oh, no. Um, impact. Okay. So, 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 so powerful, so forceful. Uh, that her body was torn in half at the waist, um, and thus, she, and, but yet, and this is horrible, but she didn't die immediately because there was like the top, she said her, her top half, she, she kind of like crawled around and, and wriggled about for, for a few minutes before she uh, 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 died. And so, according to legend, Three days after you hear this story. So, Mark, I guess mark your calendars. Listeners, right, mark yeah. your calendars. Um, so, three days hence, uh, you will see the ghost of a woman with no lower half. And she's going to chase you. Um, and you can't escape her even if you get into a car. It says that this yokai can crawl at speeds. Uh, of up to 150 kilometers per hour. That's like 100 miles an hour. Jesus, okay. Uh, some say that she's looking for her legs. Some say that she's angry because nobody helped her when she was dying. And so mm, she's just okay. out, out for vengeance. And yeah, when she catches you, she'll she'll try to steal the lower half of your body to, to, to get some legs back. And so, but I'm telling you, Mark, I'm telling you listeners, here's what happens when that event happens three days from now she's going to ask you some questions she's going to ask oh, do, okay. she's going to ask do you need your legs and the response is I need them right now so do you need your legs I, I need them right now and then she's going to ask who told you my story and you don't say the Josh Two Wizards Podcast you, yeah, you, you don't say Josh Two Wizards Podcast you say Kashima Reiko. Kashima Reiko, okay. Yeah, Kashima Reiko. Ka apparently as in mask, she as in death, ma as in demon, rei as in ghost, and ko as in accident. So mask, death, demon, ghost, accident. Kashima Reiko. Okay. And if you do that, and if you do that, answer, do you need your legs? I need them right now. Who told you my story? Kashima Reiko. You should be okay. You should be okay. Now, that does seem like a truly horrible nominee for Secretary of Transportation or, like, Department of Transportation head. But here's what I'm thinking. She She's found on the roads. She's found on the train tracks. So she clearly knows the, like, transportation system. Um... And I think she could also do a lot for 
uh, handicap accessibility. She would make sure that things are like universally designed so that anyone can make use of like public transportation or like uh, things like that because she herself does not have her legs. Um, and so, so long as like you just pass out business cards with the answer to her riddles. Do you need your legs? I need them right now. Who told you my story? Kashima uh, Reiko. Easy breezy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you no, know, you know, I like the like kind of, you know, handicapable spin on it. Like, yeah, right. We and now more than ever, we need to be more conscious of like, you know, differently mm -hmm. abled people and like the limitations in our current society for them. I, I think that's important. Yeah. Well, and, and if she can truck around at a hundred miles an hour using just her arms, like there, there has to be some like scooter or like hand bike, like, like she could help us come up with some like non fossil fuel transportation. Um, Mouth powered well. rickshaws. Yeah. <laughs> so put that put that beam in your mouth and just run on your hands. Go go go. <laughs> so yeah, Teke Teke for transportation department has some baggage. Yes, has some baggage, but I think things okay. can work around. I, you know, people like come back redemption stories, like you know, yeah, coming true. back from horrible mm -hmm. circumstances and then you know really affecting with policy that can change the world for the positive however i got a big problem with her because mm -hmm. i got to assume she's probably not got a big like pro train stance if the train mm -hmm. is you know what yeah, happened her in the first place yeah that may be a bit more of a hard sell um but and oddly enough it goes directly against who my pick is <gasps> dun 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 Bum, bum, bum. This comes from uh, Henry H. Tyron. Uh, this is something called the Whirling Wimpus. <laughs> I love Fearsome Critter names. Holy I cow. do, too. Fuck do I love Fearsome. Love like, okay, yeah, it's cool. Like, the, you know, the, the yokai names. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's a dog. It's a good boy dog. And, yeah, those yeah. are fun. But... Man, you just don't get that alliteration. Yeah. Yokai give you the onomatopoeia versus fearsome critters give you that alliteration. And yeah. Both equally powerful parties in this criminal justice system. <laughs> <laughs> so the the whirling wimpus lives in the mountains of Cumberland and Timber Wow, Jesus Christ. The Cumberland Mountains in Tennessee. Hmm. Um, it is a bloodthirsty creature that has the upper body of a gorilla with a set of great big forepaws, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. In some depictions, they have horns, and in some depictions, they have, like, little, like, human-looking feet, like gorilla-human-shape feet. Oh, okay. okay. Or they have hooves, like a cloven hoof foot. It just depends on where we're looking. Mm. Um... And what they do is they wait in bends and trails for unsuspecting lumberjacks to walk by. And then they start spinning around in circles like the Tasmanian Devil up to, according to Tyron, uh, what was it, 298 
or no, 2,900 RPMs per second. <laughs> <laughs> so with the force of a ninja Margaritaville blender, these things turn <laughs> their unsuspecting victim into goo. And I know what you're thinking, this sounds fucking awful, Mark, and it is. They travel up and down, like, they can, so they'll spin. They're, they're essentially, they're the Tasmanian devil from Looney Tunes. And they right, spin, right. and they cut a, like, a straight swath of destruction. And you can walk around these forests where, like, boulders are capped, trees are capped off. So, really, they're good at making roads. They're great at making roads. But they're also super fast if they can just go straight, like a bullet train. Josh, what does America need now more than ever? That's right, several fucking Hyperloops. And yeah. the Whirling Wimpus is going to get us that Hyperloop. Also has some baggage, also problematic, also killing a lot of yeah. people. But you know what? Why are you out at dark in the city on non-lighted roads? Light them fucking roads. Why are you in the yeah. woods? Well, it no, bends, we get some, make fucking straight paths. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, we get some whirling wampuses, uh, hook them up to a dynamo. There's your power to light the streets right there, too. Renewable so. energies, yeah. Renewable <laughs> energies. <laughs> it's not a hamster wheel, it's a whirling wampus wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we got a double ticket here. Double ticket. Well, I, I think... Rainbow um, Egg Chicken and Whirling Wimpus versus Corn Demon Woman. The very special victims unit of yeah. Josh. Goddamn, Doug. Goddamn. And not you, more yokai, but goddamn, Doug. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I I, I understand. I Okay, I, so I think Rainbow Egg Chicken takes it. I okay. Think, yeah, easy. And then I think, oh man, because right, like if we could, if we could, because like here's the other thing too, right? Like the Teke Teke is probably more focused on, yeah, like seeking vengeance from a cruel and uncaring humanity than making sure the trains run on time. So I think, I think this, this might be a twofer. You. Oh God! Oh Lord! All right. I think I think so. I, th I think she might just be a little too bloodthirsty. Um, yeah, to make it to make it work, because because it also sounded like the whirling wimpus was like, if you accidentally ran into this guy, you'd you'd have some trouble. But but yeah, I, I think the teke teke is like actively looking to like kill people. So okay, all right. That's my kind of lay of the land. At least that, 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 that's my lay of the land. At least I don't know. No, I'm inclined to agree with you. I kind of wonder. I kind of. I kind of think more about like. I'm torn between you know. Everlasting egg glory versus you know. Maybe potential, energy renewable energy fuel sources, but I I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I I think you got I think you got both of these ones. All right. Um, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, and, and I guess we're down to our. Kind of last two, um, last couple here, yeah. Last couple here. Well, so this is one that I think is honestly more important, and maybe could have come earlier on, but it, but it's fine. Um, what about treasurer? Who, who treasurer, do you want? let's do it. Keeping keeping track of our city finances, all that, all that good stuff, because that's an important goddamn job. Yeah, making up the budgets, deciding what we're gonna back and what we're not gonna back. I think yeah, I think it's real important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, well, mine is, uh, and I and I understand this is this is playing with fire here. Um, but I have a, another kitsune. Oh shit! Okay. Uh, and this is uh, Hakuzosu, um, which is which is like a dude's name, but it's also the Kitsune who transformed into that dude and stole his identity. Um. <laughs> Ooh, interesting. Okay, okay. So, uh, so this is a, a apparently a pretty well-known story. It's been adapted over the centuries. The location varies varies from place to place too. But long ago, the story goes, long ago, there lived a trapper named uh, Yasaku. And he made his living being a trapper, uh, but specifically trapping foxes and selling their, their pelts. Uh, and there was an old kitsune with silver fur, which you'll recall from Yokai Part 5, our Season 5 mm-hmm. opener. When kitsune reach a certain age, not only do they grow more tails, but their their, their coat kind of changes as well. So maybe this is also one of those like super old, super powerful kitsune. He lost friends and family members to this trapper, Yasaku, uh, until it was only him left. And so oh, he shit. decided okay. so he decided like, alright, maybe maybe I could have intervened sooner, but eh. and so the the kitsune knew that uh, Yasaku's uncle was a monk named Hakuzosu. The kitsune dis- dis- disguised himself, stopped by for a visit, and he scolded him. He's like, hey man, like I get you're a trapper and this is how you make your living, but remember the this Buddhist kind of teaching that killing any living creature is a grave sin. Ooh, okay. And so... Uh, and, and so... This kitsune not only like gave him that lesson, but he also like say, "Hey, let me buy your traps. I will, I will buy your traps from you, so that you won't do this anymore." And so Yasaku promised. He said, "Yes, I'll do that. I'm gonna stop killing foxes." This old wise kitsune thought, "Okay, deal's a deal. We're all finished here." Uh, but. Yasaku, the son of a bitch, he quickly spent all that money. He's like, jackpot, I'm going into town and I'm going to get sake. And they don't have blackjack. What would be the, the equivalent? Some, some sort of dice game, I guess? He he stopped in to play some Yu-Gi-Oh. There, there you go. There you go. Right. Some, some high stakes Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> Game's there. It's time to duel. It's time to duel. Uh, and my so, blue eyes, white dragon. God, I love Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm sorry. Never <laughs> mind. <laughs> Join us next week for a loose robes on Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> when I become the king of all games. <laughs> uh, okay, so Yasaku. Also, this smash pumpkin, which was nine percent, and this Winona's big imperial brown <laughs> ale. It's it's doing work, buddy. Good. Um, all right, so so yeah, the nephew, the trapper, ran out of money. He said, "Hey, let me just go back to Uncle at the Buddhist temple uh, and ask for more money." But the kitsune realized, like, "Oh shit!" But that's the actual Uncle, not me in disguise. This could be bad. I'm gonna get discovered. The kitsune went ahead, found the Uncle, devoured him. Oh God! 
disguised himself as the uncle, um, Hakuzosu. And when uh, Yasaku, the nephew, came asking for money, the kitsune said, Get out of here, you you good-for-nothing, you lout, you spent all my money, go away. And then for the next 50 years, this kitsune was like, Well, I gotta keep being a monk. <laughs> so for 50 years, he lived and resided and performed all of the old monks' tasks, duties there at, at the temple. Wow, okay. And probably would have, probably would have made it. Um, except, wouldn't you know it, there was like a deer hunt going on. Some dogs mm. caught wind of this kitsune, smelled him, jumped on him, ripped him to pieces. Of course, why not? Yeah, yeah. And so, like, the disguise, like, the disguise was torn apart, but the kitsune itself, like, kind of, kind of, yeah, there you go. Uh, and so the villagers were, like, freaked out, like, we don't want this kitsune spirit coming back and, like, haunting us, cursing us. So they built a, a, a little shrine for him. They, they buried the body there, and it's fine. And so I think this yokai teaches us fiscal responsibility, right? It's like, don't go, like, d- depleting the natural resources. Don't, like, over... Farm over hunt over fish over trap, and like destroy the ecological system, uh, and yeah, there's some frugality with that as well. Like, hey, we're 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 gonna like give you some money to help you transition into yeah to move away from fossil fuels. I I mean trapping foxes into some more sustainable practice, and then if you blow that money, if you waste if you waste that, well then. You're shit out of luck. And, and that's on yourself. you. God damn, I like that's that a lot. Like, you need to learn how to... Yeah. Which, oh, like, we, yeah. we get it, you know, like, in previous years, we had to make do. We, we, we had to do the best with what we had. But now here we are, and so... Yeah, here's, like, a little, like, seed grant to get whatever new business going. Because we're transitioning out. We're phasing out. And we're starting a new thing, so hmm. that's why I think that's why I think uh, Hakuzosu, the Kitsune, who impersonated this dude, oh, I think I he like would that be a good lot. treasurer. <laughs> and and is good with frankly, money, right? And is good with money. And he's good with money, and it teaches you to not trust your elected officials all the way because they might be a goddamn fox. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I Damn, like I, really like I, I could have picked yeah well and and I could have picked just like a tanuki because they're also pretty good with money and like business yeah. and all but but I thought like no th- th- this is a little more hardcore like okay no like enough's enough we we got to get going on some new some some new thing so yeah <laughs> like, like a, a forward thinking kitsune treasurer <laughs> I like it okay right on. <laughs> Um, all right, so my treasurer comes out of the uh, Marvelous Critters of the Puget Sound, which was mm. a collection of articles out of the Seattle Star in 1913. That's awesome. And this is a letter to the editor of the Seattle Star from April 7th, 1913. This is a protest from an ardent admirer of rare fish. Why is it you carry so much news about the salmon, halibut, and trout fishing, and pay no attention to the rarer fish that can only be located by the careful angler? 
Now why in the name of common sense didn't the Chamber of Commerce fit out an expedition to round up the Salvager Sucker? That's right Josh, the Salvager Sucker is my treasurer and here's why. For the benefit of the people whose food and clothing had not been destroyed but merely covered over with water. Might have taken some trouble to keep it in the fresh water route, but think of the great good that could yet even be accomplished if one of these faithful salvagers. Of course, as a wise editor, you know all about the salvager sucker, but as I am going to ask you to publish this letter, it will be well for me to explain the benefit of those who just arrived from the far east. So he's talking about the east coast. Mm. This fish is found only in the waters of Discovery Bay in Puget Sound. It is about two feet long and equipped with powerful fins and a tail which sweeps up and down instead of sideways, as in ordinary suckers. Just below its mouth is a cup-like growth. The most wonderful part of this fish is this cup. It can, by placing the cup against the side of a rock or any object and sucking in, produce a vacuum in the cup which cannot be broken except by the use of dynamite. Then by working its fins and making great sweeps with its tail, can raise to the surface of the water weighing two tons or more. This little two foot long fish can carry two tons or more. That's amazing, that's amazing. With one good salvager on the job, all the groceries now at the bottom of the Miami River could easily be recovered. The fish is wild at first, but, try, but tying a rope around its tail and giving it something to eat each time it comes to the surface with a box, it can soon be trained to work at a rapid rate. Of course, this is only one of the rare fish to be found in the Puget Sound, and the only reason I mention it is because of the crying need for one at the present time. The only drawback is that so many of these salvagers have been caught and taken to the seas to hunt pearls that there are not many to be left. But with a fund of money, one could make at least the search for Discovery Bay for possible survivors. Yours truly, Redacted. <laughs> the salvage sucker, Josh. He's gonna go down, he's gonna clean up the budget, and he's gonna find all these, like, weird... It's like, you know, when you run your budget at the end of the year and you realize that you've been subscribed to, like, five streaming services that you haven't yeah. watched and you quit using them? That's what salvage sucker's gonna do. And, hey, also, like, who's going to recover, you know, shipwrecks? Salvage Sucker, he's right there. That's a good name. I'm assuming that in our planned two wizards community, there's a bustling seaport somehow. Yeah, of well, course. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, like, sea transportation is still, like, the number one um, mode for, yeah, like, getting goods across. Yeah, there has to be. There, there has to be. What did I fucking write here? It's so stupid. He's gonna... He's... God damn it. He's gonna clean up our fiscal bay, dredge up the past, and sink us into the black. <laughs> <laughs> and already, man, I'm giving it to Kitsune, because, like, it's just okay. more compelling. It's a better story. Like, he learned. He learned how. This is an idiot fish with a sucker on his head. I can't even <laughs> compete with Kitsune. Like... <laughs> I I think like well and maybe maybe the uh, Kitsune uh, Hakuzosu maybe that's like the head but then he can like employ right like he'll like bring on all these sea suckers to okay yeah okay clean, to, to to clean to clean everything up to clean everything up so okay <laughs> oh man oh buddy this has been a lot of fun. <laughs> 
we're we're about to bury this episode, but we got one more person we do? here. Yeah. Well, which oddly enough. Yeah. Yeah. Fittingly, yeah. Fittingly, I think this is the the last uh, position that we need to fill, and is an important one. Um, and this is the coroner. Um, so, 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 Mark, I know we kind of got away from this a little bit, but like any like special notes about what what uh, coroner's duties are, what they do, what they're supposed to do, anything like that. Really, for their purposes in America, they're I guess they're different in America than other places. We're we don't necessarily need that our coroners to have medical training. Mm. That depends on local law, but as I understand it, I guess across the world, most of them do need to have it. But no, they rule in cases of weird death. Like it's not just a heart attack or stroke that killed this person. It's like something cool happened to them, and that's why they died. And the coroner kind of mm. works to find that out. They also produce death certificates. Mm. which are a big damn deal. And in my case tonight, my coroner will also become 100% responsible for, like, the disposal of the corpses, mm. of the dead body, the disposal mm -hmm. of the departed. Okay, all right. Yeah, and if you don't mind, I'm just going to drop it here. It's the goddamn Snollygoster from <gasps> our original Fearsome Critters episode. That's dun, right, kids. Dun, dun. It's the crocodile crocodile with a spike on his back, a soda mouth, and a propeller for a tail. And he uses that spike to impale lumberjacks, and he uses that tail to dig a big old pit and dump the lumberjacks into the pit and then uses the tail to blend them up and do lines of human cocaine. <laughs> what better fucking way to get rid of a dead body than grinding it up and doing lines? Like, that's all... That, that's it. Like... Um, burying, uh, what are they called? Cemeteries. I could not think of the word. Cemeteries yeah. are wildly unfeasible. They have been. Like, we can't keep doing this. Cremation leaves a big old carbon footprint. Sky burial right. is too tough to do because there's not vultures everywhere around you. But goddammit, give back to those that came before you. Give it to the Snelly Goster. He's gonna grind you up. And, 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 we're going to take down the death industry because, quite frankly, in America, the death industry is gross. Yeah. $25 mm -hmm. per copy of a death certificate. Like, to close that account. You know, a good coffin will run you $3,000. And you're going to burn that good coffin and cremate it. And that costs you money. And the yeah, urn costs you money. And, you know, nah, mm -hmm. nuts to that. Snolly Goss are going to grind up Grandma and do a line of her. And that'll be that. And you'll know that you got to feed the Snollygoster, and you contributed to the public good without doing literally anything at all. That is a very... Yeah. It, I mean, one, I appreciate the callback. Hopefully our listeners uh, uh, appreciate the callback. Or if, you're, or if you've joined us more recently and you're like, wait, a Snollygoster? What? Go find our Fearsome Critters episode and give that a listen. Because, boy, are you in for a treat. Bet we link it to this episode. We, we, we might just have to. We might just have to. Um, so, yeah, that's a, that's a personal favorite. That's a fan favorite. How, however, I think my candidate is going to give it a run for its money. Um, oh, boy. I'm excited. Okay, and this is the... I don't want to say that I'm saving the best for last necessarily uh, but this is the Chinuya okay and apparently this is more a yokai um, found in Okinawa so not like Japan like proper but like Okinawa 
And so the Chinuya, um, her name, her name, translates roughly to something like wet nurse or milk mother. <laughs> and just going off of yokai.com, Chinuya are Okinawan spirits which resemble ghostly human women with long black hair that hangs down as if just washed and exceedingly large breasts. <laughs> okay, cool. So I said I don't want to I didn't I, I didn't I don't want to save the best for last, but I'm definitely saying the breast for last. Oh <laughs> those two wizards, they did it again. <laughs> they did it again. And their facial <laughs> expressions show gentle motherly kindness. Okay, okay. And apparently the Chinuya live in rivers near graveyards where children are buried. And they emerge from the water to look after the spirits of dead children, nourishing them in the afterlife with their milk. Oh um, my god. That's like... Oh man. <laughs> it's not like Oster's dickish and yours is like wholesome and sweet. Well, and also big old boobies. Um, <laughs> the big old titties. Big old, big old boobies. Um, big old bitties. Fuck. Big old bitties, if you will. Uh, and so, um, and so, because Chinuya watch over the spirits of dead children, when a child under six years old dies, it's customary to ask them to look after the spirits of the deceased uh, by leaving multi-tiered boxes of food at the graveyard as an offering. Uh, so, so yeah, it's like, hey, like my kid didn't make it for whatever reason. Um, and so I'm, I'm asking you to kind of watch over them, to kind of, pardon the pun, to, 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 to kind of nurse them into mm -hmm. this new sort of state of being. Um, and so, yeah, I think with, with that, right, like it is, like death is a very traumatic experience and it's something that is like not only the surviving people need some like reassurance and some comfort but also it's nice to know that, like the person who has passed has had some like reassurance and, and some comfort and there are fewer things that i think that would be more comforting than again just some tiggle bit <laughs> you're not like, wrong. i don't want to be not wrong at all you're not being crass i don't, don't want to be crass no but let's like let's just how like many face times facts. have you like let's face facts yeah, it yeah. No, I, it doesn't matter who you are. A, a uniquely yeah. human experience is mm -hmm. like being comforted by boobs. Doesn't matter who you are. Yeah, male, female, non-binary, um young, old, middle-aged. Have you hugged a fat guy lately? It's goddamn comforting. Like Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Where's so my mayhan? <laughs> I need my therapy mayhan. I <laughs> need right. And so I think, right, like, and so maybe not necessarily, like, determining the cause of death. I would imagine, like, filling out the, like, um, uh, uh, the death certificate that Chinuya would be just fine. But, yeah, if the afterlife is, like, just cuddling a buxom woman forever, like, that, that helps me get through the day. <laughs> That's a fucking change I can believe in. Yeah, goddamn. <laughs> Who is your god and how do I convert to that? Like, yeah. 
Ah, uh, yes, you you worship Mamar. I all praise be to she of the ever flowing milk. <laughs> Domed be her nipply crown. Yeah, goddamn, I'm in. Yeah, so it, 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 it did. It just so happened. It just so happened that that was the last. That was the last one that we came to. Oh, dude, you won. You fucking won. You won that one. No, hands down. And I thought I had it, too, with, like, Snolly Gosterlite. Yeah. Man, people love a good comeback. And, wow, what a... Well, I was, what a position... What a, like, cushy, like, government job. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, he was choking himself jacking off. That's how he died. Yeah, that's, that was it. Like, man. Yeah. But, yeah. no, well, fucking... Well, you're, you and, win, bud. Well, well, well but to be fair... Uh, kind of, kind of looking over because I was sort of keeping tabs here. I, I, I believe I had, uh, I had three of my candidates. So um, you had the show, the Shogo Sheriff. Yep, yep. Shogo uh, Sheriff. Boo Woman. Yes. Yeah. Uh, for Coronor and then the Treasurer, the uh, Hakuzosu. Yes. Uh, yeah. And your candidates, uh, the Wampus Cat for District Attorney. Mm-hmm. Um, the Upland Trout for school board president. Uh, the Whirling Wimpus was that it? Whirling Wimpus, yeah, for transportation. For, for transportation, and then the Rainbow Egg Chicken. What was that one called again? Uh, the Waterloo Plover. That's right, the Waterloo. Yeah. Plover. So, I wow. feel what is civil like. Yeah, fearsome crypt, yokai cryptid cabinet. Like, well, and and truly, what elections should be? Not this, not this tribalism, not this fighting, not this us versus them. It truly is like what is best for our community. Could be because everybody can, everybody can contribute something. Uh, and and it's just a matter of like, what do we need right now? And I think, I, I mean, I would be amazed. And honored if the two wizards, um, fearsome critters, yokai midterm, could could serve as an example, a model for politics going forward. I would I would love to think that, but maybe I'm just a snollygaster huffing the like <laughs> atomized uh, particles of human remains. <laughs> Maybe that's me. Maybe I'm being <laughs> possessed by a kitsune. Um, holy shit! I just thought about this. What if this entire time, right? So like, I'm I'm like nearing, knock on wood, nearing the end yeah. of my grad school. What if I've been possessed by a kitsune this entire time? It's like, all right, Josh, bye. They're like, wait, what is? I've forgotten how to read Greek. Use the kitsune this entire time. <laughs> now and. Now, in this day and age, instead of gaining literacy, you just have the unmistakable urge to start a podcast. Yeah, maybe. That, that could be. That could oh, be. But, but also, well, and, and, and it also bears mentioning, because we at the Two Wizards podcast, we are a transparent, power to the people, power to the voters institution. Uh, listeners, if any of you want to challenge these results... If any of you feel strongly that this candidate should have succeeded or this other one, or maybe, who knows, maybe you have a candidate yourself for one of these positions that you want to put forth. Um, maybe you know a yokai that would be a good 
Secretary of Education or Secretary of Transport or whatever we're, we're calling it. Um, this is a participatory democracy. So let us know. Tell us who that candidate is. Um, and it's not too late. Sure, the U.S. midterms may have ended, but the Two Wizards podcast midterms, those are still going. Um, so, so, so let us know. Tell us who you want to see. Uh, send us an email to twowizardspodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at twowizardspodc1. We're on Facebook, uh, Two Wizards Podcast. We're on Instagram, Two Wizards Podcast. I know a lot of people are kind of losing their shit and we're like, ah, I'm going to Mastodon. If you want us to go to Mastodon, tell us and we'll do that. We might um, end up on Mastodon. I we, don't we know. Might, we might get we, a we fucking might. Tumblr. Who knows? Yeah, we might get a Tumblr. Who, tell, or that's the other thing. If, if, if there's a place like, hey, you guys need to get on this platform, we're open to that feedback. Absolutely. Just let us know. Um, I will be as equally incompetent on every single <laughs> social media platform. It's all right. Let us know where you want to see me be bad at social media. By and large, if you want to get a hold of us, for Christ's sake, just do it through Twitter. Like, I'm yeah, on that all the time. The Josh is on that yeah. all the time. Yeah. That is, that is, and you will also, odds are better you won't be mistaken for, like, some spam bot. If it was like, oh, hey, hi, twowizardspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we can help boost your... Uh, no, just like send us a DM. We've already had some great engagement from our listeners. We've read their ghost stories. We've given them shout-outs. We've talked about the fan art that they've set in. So, yeah, find us and and tell us what you're thinking. Um, you can also just do that for us individually, too. So uh, if you want to just say hi to me, uh, find me, Josh, on Twitter, at Plaid Barbarian. Uh, Mark, you're on Twitter, and our sister podcast, The Dingle Podcast, is also on many of these um, uh, platforms. What have you guys been up to? Oh, yeah, The Dangle Podcast, the weekly King of the Hill podcast, where me and my buddy Johnny take two episodes of King of the Hill and discuss it and talk about it and see if it holds up. Uh, this week we got Bad Girls, Bad Girls, What You Gonna Do? That's the one where Bobby gets yes-anded into Breaking Bad. <laughs> oh, that's and... so good. Oh, shit. I don't remember the second one, but it was a good... Oh, the one... Okay, uh, Goodbye Normal Jeans. One that I am led mm. to believe is, like, the one of the most hated episodes of King of the Hill, where Bobby takes home ec and kind of ousts Peggy in her motherly roles around the house. But goddamn, man, if Johnny and I didn't love that one, and now I don't know what to believe in anymore at any time... Um, mm. But also, if not there, find me at Marquee Stardust on Twitter. And... Yeah, I think that's it. Um, as always, uh, thank you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for engaging. Thank you for talking. Um, we love you all, everyone. Thank you for listening. Uh, do that five-star thing. It really helps us. I hate to ask, but yeah, at this point, I gotta ask. So do that and tell a friend. And be go vote. For fuck's sake, go vote. Yeah, I know this also. episode will have already come out after voting day. So if you didn't vote, turn it off. You don't get to listen to us anymore. Yeah, or at the very it. least, sorry, you can't bitch about anything that happens for the next couple of years. So, yeah, that's on you. Mark dog. and I did. We did our part, uh, and so yeah, feel free to. Uh, okay, these Winona big big brown ales are. They they, they Josh are. Josh can't handle his beaver. 
If you want to join us for No Nut November, um, send an email to Tim. If you're like me and I know I am, and you already failed No Nut November twenty minutes into November the first, let us know on two weeks. Yeah, tell us, tell us your, tell your. No, please, please don't do that. When's the last uh, time you got off? Let us know. <laughs> Over eighteen only, please and thank you. Yeah, please, please, for the love of God, we still want to keep doing this because we're having fun. Uh, but thank you for joining us. Um, my name is Josh, and I'm a wizard. My name is Mark, and I'm a wizard. Thank you for listening, guys. Good night. Take care. <laughs> he rolled upon his back, and after that, I killed them all! Ah!